Hi, I'm James. I'm Kyle. I'm Mitch. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Pop Stupid. This is a podcast where we find a movie that everyone in the world has seen, except Jeff. We ask about what he knows, then watch the film to fill in the blanks. Tonight's movie, Revenge of the Statutory Rape. Ah! Oh my god. I believe <laughs> okay. you mean nerds? Oh, yes. And let's be clear, it wasn't statutory, it was just rape rape. Alright, okay. listen. <laughs> Again, we this got, is the start. We, we don't get, get into it until later. This movie, so, it's going to be difficult. And I think it's going to be difficult specifically for Jeff. Mm, I, I could see that because, boy, uh, it's well, at the time it was very funny. And uh, I was perhaps too young to see it when I saw it the first time. And I don't think I've seen it in 20 years. There are several topics for after the movie that I will want to bring up. I have a list. So what is this movie about? Jeffrey? Um, I'm going to guess nerds getting revenge. Revenge for what? Uh, being harassed by jocks. Okay. Okay. Is well, then we are done here. Yeah. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast. Um, Miller time and every '80s movie ever. Well, not quite, but most of them, yeah. Um, the the amount that I actually know about this movie is that it involves a college campus. Uh-huh. It involves the nerds being in one fraternity and then jocks being in another fraternity and there being, um rivalry of some kind and i'm assuming that they all got harassed extensively and so they decide to use their brilliant minds to come up with elaborate pranks and or jibes that they can throw at the jocks in order to make their lives miserable yeah okay yeah that's i mean that's pretty much all there right in the title so uh who's in it i have no clue whatsoever you remember top gun goose is in this with a pretty so, major role, actually. Val Kilmer, you mean? No, Goose. No, not no. Iceman. Ice Iceman was. Val. Oh, that's Iceman. Okay. Iceman. So Goose was the other guy. Okay. Goose was Tom Cruise's gay lover who died. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, Al Bundy's neighbor. And quite a few other people who we'll have to uh, address later. Uh, so, since you don't know who's in it, you probably don't know what characters they play. Nope. I have no idea who any of these people are. Do you know of any important scenes that you may have seen shown somewhere else? Nope. Uh, do you know what the cultural significance of this movie is? Uh, it was like the 80s nerds rebelling against jock stereotype made large. Okay. Do you think I... this was good for people's careers? No. And Goose! And finally... Will you like it? Probably not. <laughs> All right. Well, that was pretty succinct, I got to say. <laughs> that <one> was easy. <laughs> here's the thing. He's probably not wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, and here's the other thing. Listen, this is comedy. All right. So, so often do people get upset with comedy, which pisses me off. So keep in mind that it, everything in here is basically just trying to get a laugh. I don't think that anybody was specifically trying to discriminate against anybody or anything like that. It was just a right. supposed to be a funny little movie. The, the 80s were a very different time. But, you know, I, I had a very soft spot for this movie when I was a kid because I, of course, was the alienated, picked-on nerd. So we'll see if that soft spot holds up 20 years after the fact. I don't think any of I think we all fall into that category of being the nerdy kid that was picked on. I, I am probably the lone sort of exception because I could walk in both worlds. Well, you're like not a day walker. I was that guy. I was, oh, see? Uh, yeah, that's right. You also played ball. I was too. also that guy. I played football, but I was also, uh, you know, hung out with all the stoners. 
I don't think we can hang out with them anymore. I, I was going to say, apparently they are the nerd walkers. There's way too much testosterone yeah. on this podcast. We're going to have to I cut some better. people. I quit football for theater. <laughs> Choir. And that's a rather drastic about face. No, it wasn't. Me trying to become an actor or performer of some sort was a shoo-in. So. I switched over to track and acapella in college. So we're going to take a break. We're going to watch the movie and we'll be back to discuss how problematic this movie actually is. <laughs> Stick around. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And we're back. We're back. Oh man, that was awful. <laughs> Very hard to watch. Stereotypes, the movie. Revenge of the Stereotypes. So <sighs> I guess we should probably try to keep things cohesive and go with some of our questions. So right at the beginning, how did the film make you feel? Jeffrey. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> It was problematic almost... No, no, it was problematic from the get-go. Yeah. And remained problematic throughout the entire movie. Okay. How about about you, Kyle? Ugh, left me feeling angry. Just angry at how shitty everything about that movie actually was. So bad. And Mitch? Uh, wow. Okay, so uh, we had discussed previously as I was watching the movie, I knew it would take me about four or five hours to do it because it was like I was going from douche chill moment to douche chill moment. I had to like press pause, go play a video game, eat a sandwich, just stop the bombardment of stereotypes. And the the funny, funniest thing about it is uh, nerds were, were worse. They They pointed out nerds were worse than everything. They were worse than Asians. They were worse than blacks. They were worse than women. They were wor- They were just, to be a fucking nerd, like people would hunt nerds. You were allowed to kill nerds in this world, I think. Just, you never saw any nerd murder. Nerder. But, <laughs> sorry, that's what it made me feel like. It made me feel like vomit. I gotta say, I actually did kind of enjoy this. But, it, like I said, I have a soft spot for this film. And on the second watch... Parts of it were real objectionable, but I think overall, still entertaining. Your opinion yeah. is bad and you should feel bad. Yeah. So normally that's my problem is that <laughs> there's something that I don't like about a cherished movie of someone's. So getting into your notes there, what aspects would you say worked well and which ones didn't? <laughs> there's a well. There, uh, okay, um, who are you asking, Jeff? Well, Jeff, okay. Yeah. Uh the important guy. <laughs> um, burning down the house while the house burned while a little on the nose was kind of cute. Yes. By the way, yeah. I need to point out that burning down the house, not on the credits or not even mentioned in the uh, in the scroll, or at least the scroll that I saw. They played like half I, that song, too. I did also, they also sang along with it. Um, I did also like the brief moment where the nerd puts... Swing low, sweet chariot <laughs> on the record player. <laughs> and then the black gay nerd walks up, gives the little sort of awkward, yeah. I'm sorry, he's such an idiot face <laughs> to the he's other black guy. What, what made him a nerd? And then though? switches it over to something else. What made right. him a nerd? 
He was the black gay kid. What made him nerdy? Because he was know. with the nerds. He, I, that was they cleared out a freshman dorm. Yeah, but he was an outcast and he was with the other outcasts and the outcasts were the nerds. Okay, yeah. Anyway, we're getting a little off track. Go ahead. Tell us more of what went well in this movie. And um So far we have a arson and a racist moment. Uh so well that <laughs> was no, not the context of them, but the methodology of them. It was cute that they were doing burning down the house, and it was also it was also mildly amusing to have the black guy be like, I'm sorry, my white friend here is such an idiot. Here, let me actually put something decent on. He did it was cool how he didn't say anything. He just went, eh, and yeah, then changed just, it. <laughs> Listen, you you have to understand the buildup. The buildup is I'm going to play these guys some music that they're gonna love. And then <laughs> yeah. he puts on swing low sweet chariot so like that was the the whole opening of that joke is also very important right yes and see i i thought that worked um because aside from that i think that's about it well that was one of the few moments in the film where it felt like they were trying to portray that as an on-the-nose stereotype and somebody was embarrassed about an on-the-nose stereotype which is ironic because the rest of the movie is on the nose stereotypes that just fly by without any kind of acknowledgement. So, all right. So that's all I could find that worked well. So what didn't work well for this film? Everything else. (laughs) Remember, we do have a time limit. I mean, first of all, all of the nerd characters were such extreme nerd stereotype. On top of that, you've got these incredibly stereotypical nerds who, for some reason... Also attempt to act like your stereotypical college guys. Like they're gawking at women. Later in the movie, they run a panty raid. Yeah. When everything that's been set up beforehand suggests that they are so incredibly socially awkward that they shouldn't even know these things exist. This is the nerds getting their revenge. They're, yeah, I, they're, I know. They're and then you've got... Oh, God. I've got six pages of notes on this shit. Right. Well, we're just talking about aspects that worked well and aspects that didn't work well. You have the alpha betas who, I mean, could you be more on the nose with the name there? Mm. Like, they are living embodiments. They are the avatars of douche. We're we're already going way too deep into (laughs) this. Nobody even knew how to act at this point in their careers. Oh, God, ain't that the truth? Oh, yes. The the acting was, like, beyond wooden. It was and, and number two, when looking at this movie from the outside and all the different, uh, for instance, I brought this up earlier, key plot words for this movie or, or plot keywords, I mean, for this movie. The first one on the list is, you ready for this? Rape by deception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Followed by breasts, followed by cleavage, followed by female pubic hair. They were really obsessed with one of them. One of them is really yeah. into Bush. Yeah. Booger. Uh, Booger. Shower. No. I mean, I can go the on. Asian guy. Well, he kept, he kept like saying this. hair pie. That's yeah. right. So. Yeah. But Booger was just like, I want to see some Bush scroll down. Oh, yeah. He was uh, so rapey. Yeah. So, uh, but again, the, there's more with the, the Asian guy who they oh, keep well, making fun of his accent. and Dressed like an idiot. We'll get into that, that uh, awesome. when we start talking about characters. Anybody okay. else got any aspects that worked well, didn't work well? Nothing uh, worked well in this movie. It was a cash grab. Yeah, this was just a shit show from beginning to end. Hmm. Like, and they I'm made glad. like four of them. And I'm, I know the folks out there in podcast land can't seem using air quotes, but started the nerd revolution where it became okay so for our generation to be nerds, although it still wasn't okay until after I left high school. So 
it was nice to see that things were moving in that direction. However, this movie was just shitty, shitty, shit, shitty. And it's, you're a terrible human being for having a soft place for this one. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, you're a terrible human being for making us watch it <laughs> so much that, that when everybody well, else went and watched it together, I couldn't, I had to I, watch it this morning <laughs> in stages over like four hours. I am partially to blame for that since I hadn't oh, seen no, it. Oh no, we're going to blame your parents. I'm writing them an angry letter. <laughs> oh yeah. Your parents need to be smacked like like that. <laughs> On that same note, one of the other things that worked well is that they spent a lot of time setting up how lame that party was, and then Booger's like, "Oh, I've got some weed. I got Wonder <laughs> Joints," and he whips out joints. fucking <laughs> yeah. joints the size of well, those a cigar. To, those had to be like at least eighths for the joints. Yeah. Like they had to be. They and were the, my, they were the size of tampons. I literally <laughs> thought he actually had tampons in his pocket. I, listen, actually, Kyle was listening to me watch the movie at that time earlier in the day mm-hmm. but i was like oh the one thing they got right <laughs> the party party makes everybody happy yep. yeah and then suddenly michael jackson kicks in and everybody's having a good time and i was like which again by the way not even mentioned in post credits well nothing the yeah. best the best part of that and, whole and party that was the scene. whole song almost you know almost the whole thing pretty much the best part of that party scene was with poindexter started to talk and the chick was just like do you want to fuck or what <laughs> Would you rather uh-huh. live in a civilization's way, ascension or in its decline? <laughs> that is exactly how it goes. In a- incidentally, oh, yeah, that is the next question. Would you rather live in a civilization's ascension or in its decline? Jeff? That's actually a tough call. Okay. Kyle? Ascension. Okay. Mitch? Ascension. Okay. Because, James, on the one hand, the ascension is the better position to come in at, but the decline means you've hit the peak, so all the good stuff's already occurred. So if you can write it out into a gentle drift off into obscurity, it's not that bad. I don't know. We're living in a society's decline right now. And so yeah. I'd rather have the ascension. <laughs> the years leading up to the Internet were awesome. And then having the Internet's been great. But now it's kind of shitty. OK, so did you learn anything from this movie? Kyle, what was the question? How did you learn anything from this movie? Oh, God. I learned that no matter how much you actually live with somebody, that if they have an accent, you're still going to ask the same stupid question over and over, even though you've probably heard him say that word. All the L's are R's, man. Just fucking roll with it already. How about you, Mitch? I, it was it was fucking trash, man. <laughs> Can we end this one and move on to, like, Aladdin or something? Home Alone please? is going to come up, and you uh, better... Listen, I, oh, that's another one where I'm going to be jamming my eyes out the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, then moving on to the next question... Let's all try to figure out what is the message of Revenge of the Nerds. Anybody? Uh, I'll throw um, one out there that, you know, the, the core of it is it's okay to be different. Yes. Of, yeah. Of course they were trying to tell you that. But they did it in the most derogatory, merry-go-round, fuck your mother, fuck your friend's mother way that just <laughs> felt so Ham-fisted weird. also. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Okay, here was... Here was the message summed up at the end of the movie. We cannot be free and equal until nerd persecution is over. (laughs) Said in front of a group of black people who were there to protect them. Uh, Well, you know, I think we all agree with the message of it's okay to be different. But yeah, it's a pretty bad way of uh, putting that all together. So moving right along. Was there something you didn't understand about the film? 
other than why? <laughs> um, not really in a in a general sense. I mean, it, it was extremely eighties in like every way possible. Yeah. 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 Not even good 80s, man. No, no, it was it was Hollywood movie movie, 80s. 80s Like this with teenage love and stuff like that. Ferris Bueller's motherfucking day off. We were also comparing it to Real Genius. Yeah. Uh, Real Real Genius Genius is also a good film from that era as well. I feel Real Genius did a better job of the we're nerds and it's okay to be different and smart. Yeah, here's the thing. In that movie, there was nothing but nerds at that college. There was not one jock in that entire movie. Honestly, no. And you there don't was really the military need... and that was it. You don't really need the jocks is the point. Well, if, you're, if, you're, movie, if, right? if your whole summation or if your whole uh, implication is that it's uh, good to be different and to be nerdy, you're going to need some sort of this is the conflict here. And since there was no backdrop to be like, oh, this is the contrast between them being different and nerdy and that's okay versus them being normal or whatever the hell you want to consider it. It was just everyone was a nerd in that movie. Well, yes, but one could argue argue that Val Kilmer was kind of straddling that because he was the party that's boy. That's because he was, he was cool as shit. That's yeah. why. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, so he man, had that aspect going. I, I, didn't, I never knew a boring nerd in my entire life. I, I was one. I had a thousand friends that were nerds. I, I was lucky enough to kind of traverse the the landscape of many different types of people when I was growing up, and especially in in school, I was I had a, a little bit of popularity. It was nice, but there were plenty of people that did not. And I used to watch that happen all the time. I just want to point out that this movie was so bad. We moved on to discussing the messages in a different movie we haven't yeah. watched, right? And recounting I, our own lives as nerds. That's I how bad this to, movie was. I, I was going to point that out that. Uh, we had to completely talk about another movie to get over this one. You know what is a better movie that captures the message of this movie? Weird Science. Came out. Yes. Came out one year later. Still kind of a little creepy with nerds obsessed with boobs and whatnot. But sure. but I feel like it's better overall. Kidding me? Oingo Boingo. Danny Elfman. Of course, it's better. Did, did you see Weird Science? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we can say... It's it's not the nerds being obsessed with boobs and stuff. That's just like a that age sort of straight male activity is you just want to see some titties. Well, and the emphasis, particularly in the 80s, was a lot of movies that reflected that. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry, guys. Us straight people are kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you know, Us straight people are kind of weird. We've moved on from the 80s now and boobs are like kryptonite to movies. So we never have to see them again. Horse shit. <laughs> I've been watching Game of Thrones. You can't lie to me. Well, yeah, that's Movie Game of Thrones. Watching. That's TV. It's... Yeah, that's HBO. I've been opening incognito windows. <laughs> well, yeah, that doesn't count. All right. So this is where the notes come in, I guess. What did you like? <laughs> what did you like best about the film? I think we've kind of hit all the high notes of it. All two of them. All two of them. <laughs> If it could be thoroughly extracted from almost the entirety of the rest of the film, the message was okay. okay. That's it. <laughs> what, how about you, Kyle? What did you like best about this film? The weed party. <laughs> like, I don't know why everyone lost their shit when they got rid of the pigs in less than 13 seconds, but the high. weed party. Everybody got high. The one dude was like, this is some good shit. Even the guy who was in charge of the chapter was like getting down for a hot second. Everybody was happy. And then some assholes had to piss all over it. That was a good moment. See America weed brings people together. 
How about you, Mitch? I'm not trying to bang any fucking gong like Kyle. But <laughs> I, he stole my answer, the weed party. <laughs> and, I'm sensing and the, a bit of a bias. Well, the thing about the weed party had my funniest moment in the movie that made me laugh out loud. Kyle actually heard me watching that. It was when the, the kid, nerd, was <laughs> having the conversation with two, two women moves. with the giant boobs. <laughs> and he's just looking at the boobs. Fourth and then he wall looks at the camera And he's like, yeah. That made me bust out. I was like, bah! <laughs> That made me laugh. The only laugh the movie got was taken by, you know, a 12-year-old kid. I got to say the the part that I liked best about this movie was the synth pop musical number at the end of it. I mean, trying to be Devo. Yeah, it was it was good. It worked for me. You know, it was poppy, it was fun, you know, it was brief. So, yeah, I think overall it was good. Then more notes. What no. did you like least about the film, Jeffrey? Um, most of the characterizations, the absurdity of any and all of the pranks, the fact that the conflict could never be resolved except for the absolute destruction of one side or the other. Zephyr Cochran was in it. Yep. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And he was also a little lechy, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, James Cromwell, by the way, is who I meant on that. He was listed as funny. Jamie Cromwell in this movie. I, I saw that. And then later on in quotes and stuff, it's James Cromwell. Okay, because I was like, that's weird. My well, own. yeah, stage names can shift a lot, depending. My uh, Kurt Armstrong is Curtis Armstrong, I've noticed in this. I, I mean, listen, this movie was bad. I think we all agree. Uh, Robert Carradine as an actor went nowhere after this. They did like three other movies, and they all flopped pretty bad. Did they, though? I can't um, verify, but I feel like if they took off after this one, then yeah, they probably fucking hit rock bottom. Oh, pretty much every movie that came after this one did worse, but we'll get into that at the end. But uh, this movie did better than you think. I'm looking at the numbers. It's pretty crazy. Nerd power. What did you... Uh, oh, yeah. We already covered what did you like least about the film. Did anybody have another thing they liked least about the film that they wanted to cover? Something specific? I mean, how many we could go on and on and on. I, I would like to point out a particular standout point was which when the nerds were all looking for places to live. The part that bothered me the most was a 34 year or 40 some odd year old woman who was clearly painted up to look as sexually active as possible. Just casually hitting on a 12 year old kid. Yes. She's just like, oh, look at you. I could totally just eat you up. Yeah. When he's quite clearly, you know, super young. It was so gross. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even funny. It was just like, oh, my God. I would like to say that my least favorite moment, and I don't want to, I probably speak for a lot of people, but was, I don't know, the rapey bits, like the l actual rape, followed up by her reaction to the actual rape. Followed up by uh, previously where they broke in and decided, hey, six of those girls decided to help release pigs into our house and frame okay. us for some shit. So let's buy on them, get naked pictures of them and then sell their pornography. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Oh, exactly. Let's exploit them sexually. Oh, that Super also rapey. reminds me of uh, of the college competition where college sanctioned and likely paid for drinking is an important part. And the kissing booth includes tongue as yes, one of the for listings $5. for $5. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'd like to say that I, I found on a 
a clicky through IMDb that they did actually add burning down the house to the soundtrack credits. I'm not seeing up oh, and they did actually add thriller. Okay. And we are the champions. So all the early shit doesn't have it on there. Doesn't have it on the soundtrack, but later listed music credits put on like later as a sub note. Sorry to interrupt. I just thought that was funny. No worries. So who was your favorite character in the film? Kyle. I'm going to have to go with probably Poindexter. He couldn't play the violin for shit, but man, when the end he of the movie. got high, he had that girl all up on his dick. I did like his Liberty Spikes. Mm-hmm. It's probably Those good. are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Favorite character. Come on, Jeffrey. Come on, say Lamar. Say Lamar. You were going to say Lamar. 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 He was yeah. a shitty actor. Yeah, no, I don't think he was always. He's always been a shitty actor. He's going to say Lamar. Yeah, he was not a great actor. Um, well, or a rapper. I don't. Who made you hate them or who made you love them? Those are the best actors. I I hate I hated nearly everything. I mean, I, legitimately, the only person that I could even think of being okay was Ogre, and that's only because the bar was so low. Yeah, he plays <laughs> that guy in every movie. Okay, quick. Yeah, quick I'm pretty sure I've seen Ogre. him in other movies, pretty much doing the exact same thing. Was he in either Bloodsport or The Kickboxer? I think it was one. I think he's his, he's the friend the movie, that got put into the hospital when Van Damme goes and gets his like. See, already I found a better movie with that guy in it. Hmm. Like Jesus, I was clipping. No, he no, I, I bleeped myself. Yeah, he was uh, trying a better to, fucking movie. Yeah, he was trying to censor himself because you know this isn't going to be an explicit podcast. No, of course oh. not. Yeah, because we don't swear on this fucking podcast. Yeah, what the fuck do you think? Shit. What the fuck do you think you're doing, you goddamn sons of bitches? Someone's going to listen to this part of the Can podcast and be like, where the fuck now? are they going with Oh, this? yeah. Go so, ahead. Sorry, Mitch. Who the fuck did you like the fucking most? Fucking John Goodman played that shitty ass coach that you just hate. He made you yeah. fucking hate. Every time you saw him, you saw your coach from high school. Like, that was and definitely listen, not my coach from high school. It's I, because he was the only guy that had any fucking talent. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to I, agree I that, that yeah. he, he certainly did do that part pretty well. We never got Jeff's answer, though. Oh, yes, right. Yes, you did. Who's yes, your favorite Ogre. Character? Oh, oh, that's yeah. right, Ogre. Yeah, I would have to say my favorite character in this was definitely Booger. Um, Booger. Yeah. I, I feel He's like... my second favorite. You Curtis obviously Arthur. connected. Well, I, I connect, I relate, but I feel like he just... That's he came, He went on to this the set of this movie, and he just gave no fucks. You know, right. he's just like, this is going to be a shit movie, so let's just steer into the skid. And yeah, let's go burn their well. fucking house down. Yeah. yeah, so he was in all of these teenage movies. He was in Better Off Dead. Yeah, so that was know. the one we were thinking of. Yeah. yeah. So, how about least favorite character in the film? I mean, oh, do do we want to just say our least favorite character in the film was the dean because he was bad always, like in everything, always? That's not like, true. He stood up for him at the end and called him an asshole. It's not a question of whether his character experienced growth or even if he did something good, but just the actor was terrible, terrible, ineffective and did nothing. Well, I would, I would actually go for either earlier mentioned Lamar with his incredibly over the top gay stereotyping and his limp wristed javelin. And I would actually go for the other main guy. Lewis was Edwards. Goose. Goose. No, 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 not that one. The, the one who actually did the rapey thing. That was, that was Robert Carradine. That was yeah. Carradine, yeah. Yeah, that guy was also the worst. He comes off as incredibly naive. He comes off as all of a sudden when he has sex, he's super suave and confident. And then the instant he hits any kind of resistance, when they take down the house 
all of a sudden he's like, oh shit, you, there's nothing that we can do. It's all falling apart. It, he's just all over the freaking map, and there's nothing about him that's even vaguely likable. He just it, leeches onto the other character. I wonder why he was so in that in that moment. Why when they got their house torched, he was basically like, "Oh my god, the world's coming to an end. You're gonna die." He literally just banged the cheerleader. Like, yes, who was who was raped and happy about being raped because he was better at sex. She is she is my pick for least favorite. I can certainly Character see that. Character and actor. Just because it was like, good grief, Batman. Like, you're just, your acting is just terrible. You're trying to play this blonde airhead, which number one is not working anyway. Apparently, but Boy Dexter was the terrible. guy that had quite the career after all of this. He was. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Busfield. Yeah, but <laughs> so did so did Anthony Edwards. I yeah. mean, Top Gun, he was on ER for that, like He ever. still did not do anything crazier. I mean, yeah, he was on ER, I guess, but. How about you, Mitch? Who least favorite character in the movie? Least favorite character was probably Lamar, actually. And my reasoning for that, I don't know. I'm not gay, but I happen to know a few gay people for like a very long time. Really? And yeah. (laughs) And I'm and I'm pretty sure that that is not how they ever acted ever. Do do we know them? Are they hot? (laughs) They, They what? Are are they, they hot? They are you. Oh, are they hot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for some compliments, <laughs> man. He's just fishing. I I, are you talking about the gay guys or Lamar? The the gay guy. Oh, God damn it. The bit's over. He was <laughs> looking for some compliments. He was fishing. Right? Because the gay guys I know are old fucking queens. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. It's funny because it's also true. So, what were you thinking as you finished watching the film? Thank Jeffrey God Allen? this is over. <laughs> oh my God, I need a shower. Honest thought I had. Honest thought right ran through my head. Why the fuck are we actually watching parts of the credits? Yes. As soon as the credits came on the screen, I was like, I'm glad this is done. <laughs> and then we sat there and, and then watched it go. The next thought in my head was, holy shit, I have seven pages of notes on this thing. Yeah, this was a problematic movie. Even I have to admit it. Yeah, I feel like I have to go to rehab after. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get into some statistics about this movie of how popular is this film and how well did it do at the box office? Quiz time. This film had a budget of six million dollars. That seems reasonable given who they had in it. This estimate I'm reading over here says estimated eight million, but sure. Yeah, that's a couple million. I'm going off of Wikipedia's numbers, but Uh, um, I'm going off of IMDb. Ah, well, uh, you, you, I will reference that in a second. So how well did this movie do at the box office? You two who are not looking at the numbers right away. I'm going to say probably about 40 million. I was going to say 110 million. Okay. Are we talking about opening weekend or are we talking about total the movie made? If, If you have opening weekend, that would be great because the number that I have on Wikipedia includes rentals, which I imagine is where a lot of its money came from. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. I have have opening weekend open. And that is? Opening weekend. $1.5 million opening weekend. Yeah, I was going to shoot for a lot lower with opening weekend. Okay, so $1.5 million. That's not great. But the number that I have here on Wikipedia for box office including rentals is rentals 60 million dollars yeah See, i'm showing usa only was 20 million by oh. itself just well, in the u.s 
Yeah, so James was probably right in that most of the rest of this was rentals. This seems like a movie yep. that you you buy your first VHS player in 1984 and you're like, I can watch movies at my house now. Let's watch this piece of trash. This yeah. says Do they have was, boobs in it? Rent this it. Said budget was eight million and it grossed forty million nine hundred thousand. Yeah, that's uh still that's pretty good, but you know, it was a popular movie relevant. in the eighties, so yeah. Yeah. Then moving on is how influential was it? Has it been referenced in later films, television programs? I'm pretty Not sure that the skit thing, I've seen at least one reference of it in another show. Didn't they do that on Family Guy? Of course they did, with Stewie yeah. doing the synth and the fucking... Right. Yeah, that right. might have been it. I think there might have been one other one, though. But yeah, I, I think I think that scene, which is about the only non-problematic scene you could pull out of this, has probably been the most referenced. Well, I imagine a lot of the nerd stereotypes were used again in other things, but you can't necessarily directly relate it to this film. Yeah, no, that was just general Hollywood's perception of nerds. Van Wilder made a lot of references to this movie. Oh, It had one of the characters from this movie in it. It did, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, to what extent did this film fit with your expectations? Uh, actually it fit pretty much precisely with my expectations because it was an eighties film. It was one of the ones that I knew had multiple sequels to it, much like police Academy. Mm -hmm. So I assumed that it was probably just a consistent cash grab. Yeah. I felt the same way. I felt like we're going to mix up a bunch of stereotypes the way that we see it and make a bunch of money off it. Which is pretty much also what Police Academy was. Just not as bad. Yeah. This was pretty much a by the numbers eighties comedy college movie oh god i haven't even scratched the surface of notes here for problematics like the, you know you don't the need japanese to. version of daisy daisy yeah, that was playing that was funny the fact that they had the asian guy dressed up as a native Sounds american like playing a gong and then of course the other time where he's watching naked women on tv oh, right drinking beer out of a sake cup while wearing a freaking headband and screaming right, drunk pie. japanese guys drink sake with a headband on right yeah there was the he can, and there he would go around the party when they were all stoned going around taking pictures of women's crotches saying hair right. pie hair yeah, pie right. hair pie it was pretty yeah. it was pretty bad his characters all around was just crap yeah can we move on to the next life yeah i think i think we can pretty much flush this one down the toilet oh god i actually also had the note on here of everyone in this movie is an asshole yes (laughs) that sounds about right yeah hold on hold hold on goose was not an asshole no he was right he he was was just boring as fucking nobody cared about him yeah he was the guy that got beat up and thrown in the lake Pretty much the only, I guess, yeah, I'm going to change my vote. He was the only character that was actually genuinely good. So, Well, no, because he still participated in the panty raid. Well, And yeah, was still but, perfectly willing to look at women who were on camera. All night. Yeah. All night long. But overall, best character among the others. Oh, yes. And the completely unrealistic approach of beer in this movie. God damn it. They ate beer with cereal with cheerios yeah it's fucking beerios and, and it was <laughs> and it wasn't even the jocks who were doing it which would be the normal stereotype it was the nerd no, no see, that's the just the college, college and everybody in college no matter what you are drinks beer well, remember yes, they dove all all of the beer hole. all of the beer there was beer freaking 
everywhere. Everyone had beer. You're constantly. literally describing college, man. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You're you are, li- and I went there. You're literally describing college. I would take beer with me in my coffee cup to class so I could hurry up, make it through my class to get back to my dorm so I could drink more beer. <sighs> yeah, you did not miss out, sir. Okay, so wrapping up. Did you like this movie? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Mitch, no. Okay. I didn't, I <laughs> Come didn't on. Say yes, you son of a bitch. Yes. Oh, I mean, shame. I can appreciate it as a bad movie in the fact of, oh my God, this is so terrible. Oh, yeah. That's totally yeah. the relation that I have with it. Is yeah, that it's, it's, it's a fun. <laughs> you sound like you're changing your answer. Yeah, it, totally it is a fun, relation. bad movie. I mean, it's bad, but. I, I like it. I, well, my stomach hurts talking about it. <laughs> I, I can understand appreciating it from the same direction that you would anything that's, you know, lower than a five on IMDb. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to. like. Speaking listen. of which, what was the actual IMDb rating? I'm actually going to guess that it's probably in the mid sixes. I'm going to say this somewhere like was, 6.2, 6.3. If anyone's really listening, this movie was so bad that the only way you could possibly enjoy it is if. Let's say on Sunday you get together with your other asshole friends and, and drop you like, seven hits. Of no, ass. no. And you drop. Yeah. Well, you smoke some weed and let's say you like watching really bad movies for their bad shit quality. This is the only time that is acceptable. Pretty much. Strangely, this movie has an IMDb rating of 6.6. Hey, I was close. So it's. You know, no, it's, it's in it, the mediocre category. But what's funny, the Metascore, which includes user reviews, puts this at 44. Oh, okay. So that restores some of my faith in humanity then. Yeah. Well, yeah. As long as it's not out of 50. Well, anyway, this has been Revenge of the Nerds. And uh, thank God it's over. Uh, yes. If we were doing a bad movie podcast, we could delve deeper into the sequels. That would be oh, really fun. Oh, they're so bad. Well, yeah, I'm but just going to say no, fucking nerd sequel. <laughs> Hard also, no. We, we could also delve into all of the police academies, too. And yeah. All right. Uh, police, I don't even want to talk about police academy. I, I have the same rash. I can feel rash. Mitch getting angry through the internet. <laughs> anyway, I've been James. I'm Kyle. I'm Mitch. And I'm Jeff. And I'm a little less pop stupid. This has been a production of the Discord Engineering Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, consider supporting us on Patreon. We offer early releases of new episodes, bonus episodes, our favorite clips from the cutting room floor, and a monthly Q&A. We'll also be taking requests for the movies you'd like to see us talk about only on our Patreon. Our shows exist thanks to the support from our listeners. So consider stopping by www dot patreon.com slash discord engineering and help us make others a little less pop stupid.